When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hi there. Hey friends. Doesn't it look like I have a Tyra Banks five head? Yeah, kind of. It's another week during the holidays. You sound real excited about that, Ash. I actually am. It's the most magical time of the year. We put up our Christmas tree and everything. Listen, we've got a great show today. It's going to be off the walls. First up, we got TikTok K-Hole. It's been a while, but that doesn't mean Ashley and I have stopped tickety-talking. Oh no, never. TikTok, you don't stop. And then we're going to heat it up with some hot gas. Hot gas. It sounds like I said hot gas. That too. Lee and I both had some hot gas last night. It was disgusting. I always have some hot gas. As always, we have our hashtag swag bag. And up next, take it away, child. Kicking shit. Okay, so I thought it was only right to update you guys on my hair loss journey. So last I told you I've been losing a lot of hair. The reason I'm so concerned is my dad is totally bald. Like started going bald in his early 20s and my mom was like, why don't you just shave your head? And he did and thankfully he pulls it off. 75 to 80% of men should just shave it off. Totally. I mean, look at Tucci. Look at the Tooch. But you do need to have a good head shape. Right. But also, I'm a woman. I don't want to have to shave my head. And I also don't want to have to start wearing wigs because although I love the idea of wigs. They're uncomfortable. It's just so much work to put on. I love watching wig TikTok. Wig talk. I love it. But I don't want to have to do that. Last I told you, I had been trying to wash my hair with apple cider vinegar. And it was fine, but I really didn't notice much of a change. Not for the amount of labor it was to wash with it. Because despite all that, I have a lot of hair. But getting in there and separating by section and rubbing it in in the shower, it's just very convoluted and difficult. So I remembered I had bought that rosemary oil that Carrie told me about long ago. And it had been sitting there. I tried it once or twice. So now what I do is I really saturate the front part of my head hairline to crown because that's where I feel like the loss is coming. My crown is always the thickest part of my head. I massage it in and I let it sit for an hour if I can. And I am really noticing a good change and I'm very relieved. I'm telling you the rosemary thing has backed research. For anyone who is going through the same thing, the rosemary oil is called Miel, M-I-E-L-L-E. You can get it at Target. Yep. That's where I got it. Rosemary mint scalp and hair strengthening oil. It says that it does all this stuff. I just don't want to keep having clumps of hair come out. And it's working for that. Well, I'm glad it's working for you, my dear. Me too. My shits are, I don't have any. Well, good, because I have mostly shits. The holiday season is going okay. We got our tree. We decorated. I have been racking my brain trying to find a garland for our mantle. I really wanted a nice Christmassy mantle. And I bought a couple of fake ones. And then I would return 
return them because I was like, ew, that looks so fake. Stuff had to come off the bottom of my tree and I just put some 3M hooks on my mantle and it looks really good and it was essentially free. I'm happy about that. Okay, I'll start with my tits, which is I got my teeth cleaned. I love the feeling of clean teeth. There ain't nothing like it. I love that smooth tongue on the teeth and not to brag, but you know I am a bragger. 44 years going strong, no cavities. That's right, friends. No cavities. That's great. They did fluoride this time, which I haven't had since I was a kid. I mean, I don't like the process of having my teeth clean, but afterwards it just feels so good. When my teeth have too much plaque on them, they feel itchy. The base of my tooth and gum itch. It's weird, right? Yeah, that's something I've never experienced. Even when it's a little bit painful to get the teeth cleaned, it feels like you're scratching an itch. Like when you have a mosquito bite and you know it hurts, but you just scratch it anyway. That's what it feels like. Interesting. Okay, shits is I'm a terrible mother. Why this time? Well, the one thing that I have really tried my hardest to be conscious of is the kind of languaging I use around body image okay, and weight. But I often joke. Kids don't necessarily get the irony of the joke, but they hear the thing and they repeat it. Mm-hmm. And so yesterday, my kid stood up in the bathtub, touched her belly and said, I think I'm fat. I'm crying just thinking about it. I was a mess. I was an absolute mess. I don't think she actually thinks that, but the fact that she knew what it meant and knew how to use it and said those words means that I have not done my job and made me really upset. Can I offer you something? Yeah. I don't want to devalue what you're feeling or take away from what you're feeling. And I want to talk to you very kindly because I don't want you to feel attacked because I can see you're already feeling really vulnerable. But I think you're overthinking it a little bit. I understand your concern. I myself also hear you because I know how hearing my mom talk about herself for years did impact me and how I see myself and all of that. But sometimes our kids just say shit to say shit. Yeah. And her especially. She loves a response from you. Oh, yes. Every time. So it's a red flag and it's just something to keep an eye on. It's like a wake up call for Lee and I. We just have to watch what we say all around because she really is an expert extra smart sponge that uses it the proper way. And sometimes it gets confusing because she acts like she's older than she is. And it's hard to remember that she's just four and that she doesn't understand everything she says because she's so good at repeating it and acting like she knows because she's an amazing mimic. So she says it in the same tone that we do and everything. And it's just hard to remember her age. Listen, I'm not saying it's not something bigger. I'm just saying right now you don't know. So it's something to keep an eye on. I'm just feeling kind of over overwhelmed in the parenting department. I just feel like Luna's in a real emo phase and I am just like, I don't know how anybody thinks they're doing a good job at parenting. Have you met anyone ever who does? I know people that say they are. God bless them and their confidence, huh? And you know, I'm confident about a lot of things, but this ain't one of them. Man, it is not for the weak. That's why every time people say they don't want to have kids or they only want to have one kid, I'm like, good for you. You know what? Then don't have kids. It's not a decision to be made lightly. It is the hardest job I've ever had in my my entire life. Yeah, it's a huge responsibility molding and shaping and creating a safe space for someone to blossom and become themselves. Oh my gosh. And be a self-sufficient, well-adjusted, mentally well person as an adult. It's 
a big responsibility. In this world, I'm not really sure if it's totally possible. <laughs> like I get going with the flow and stuff like that, but every little thing, the way I discipline him, I sit there and I'm like, oh my God, did I just send him to therapy? Is this going to be something he talks about in therapy in a few years? Is this one of those weird, poignant moments he's going to remember that I don't when he's older and he brings it up? Shall we go on to something that is just completely joyous, which is TikTok K-hole? Let's do this. Have you been following Knuckle Bump Farms? For a while. I love her. I love Emmanuel. I know he's been sick. He's doing better. I love that she named him Emmanuel Todd Lopez. There's so many funny names. I'm so sad that they had to come in and kill so many animals. So what happened there? It was like a bird flu, right? They live in Florida and there was all the flooding. Because of the hurricane. Right. And birds are extremely sensitive. A lot of them got sick with some sort of either bird flu or whatever because it was damp, everybody was getting stuff. So the fish and wildlife people came and put down tons of her animals. Legally, they had to because they were so sick and she begged not to put Emmanuel Todd down. And then she was trying to find emu specialists to see how they could fix him. And there like aren't any emu specialists. She was on all these talk shows in Good Morning America and people gave donations. So that's why Emmanuel got so sick. He was truly at death's door. He's got a foot problem. He had some sort of really bad sickness. She managed her and her girlfriend or her wife, I'm not sure if they're married, they made this device because he's so big that helped him get up because he couldn't even eat because he couldn't even hold his neck up. They made this pulley system to get his neck up. They were spoon feeding him. She was sleeping with him in the barn and he was wrapping his little long neck around her. He should be dead, but I think truly the power of love and devotion has brought him back to life. We know this to be true. Animals, children, they do not thrive if they're not taken care of physically and loved. That's why they have baby huggers. This animal pulled through. Still not doing amazingly well, but is eating and is sitting up and they're doing it all on their own. And she had said she doesn't really want any more donations or more attention because she said she's happy that there's been awareness, but I think she's a very private person and it's caused a lot of people to be in her business and want to go see the farm and stuff. The kind of person that starts a rescue, yeah, they're not necessarily people that enjoy being overly social. Right. Does the useless farm ever come up on your FYP? Yes. I love that woman with Karen, that one emu that attacks her every time. I can't believe she wears eyelashes. And she has acrylics. God bless. I wonder where she is. It's got to be like out west or something. I don't know where my parents are. There's a zillion farms. The nearest place you could get your nails done is 30, 35 minutes away. I'm sure somebody's doing lashes, but I don't know. Guys, reach out. Do you live on a farm? Who does your lashes? Who does your acrylics? We want to know. I don't even know if I go into it, but Balenciaga deep dives. Ugh. That one you sent me is also inaccurate. She tries to say that the definition in Latin of Balenciaga is something is king, but king in Latin is rex. That's what I'm saying. It's like the QAnon style shit. It's not true. There's a lot of stuff that is undeniable in this Balenciaga thing that's happening. First, we know that Hollywood and fashion, Hollywood especially, is rotten. There's pedophiles everywhere. Fashion is an industry that preys on young people under 18, essentially instills eating disorders in them. There's a lot of stuff that I think is factual. And then there's stuff that I think is a bit much. Like, is it all tied to Satan worshiping? I don't know. I could tell you they're not good people. Does that mean that they pray to Satan? I even myself am having a slightly hard time making a jump to a 
bigger Illuminati place. I do think whatever happened there is fucked up and wrong and terrible. I just don't know if it all ties back to sacrificing children to Satan. I'm glad that they dropped the lawsuit to the photographer. Yeah. So essentially what happened is the photographer has a very specific style of photos he does. He photographs children around the world in their room with their most treasured possessions. It does not appear to anybody that there is any foul, pedophilic, anything going on. Apparently what the larger message of his series is, is the overconsumption of America. Yes. He does the same series with American gun owners. There's a woman in Texas with all her guns on her driveway in the shape of a star. The irony is he's talking about overconsumption and then he takes this job, which is going to play on his editorial style of photo and make good money. But the truth is artists need to make money. Put this in the concept of my best friend, Zach, who we've talked about on the show is doing this Ides of Gender thing. Everything up until very recently has been entirely self-funded. He has rented cars and driven himself around the country and stayed in Airbnbs and taken people out to coffee to chat with them, to get to know them, and still had to pay rent and utilities and all these other things. So artists do need to finance things. Directors do it. Everybody does it. Putting the blame on the photographer was really fucked up. Shady. All right, your turn. Ayahuasca videos. (laughs) I haven't seen any of these. I would love to see an ayahuasca video. I am fascinated about plant medicine. I have had friends that are, this is the most carry thing I've ever said. I have a few friends who are studying to be shaman. (laughs) It is a very carry statement. One of them is Peruvian and he comes from a long line of shaman. The amount of ayahuasca ceremonies you have to attend before you actually can become a shaman is quite a lot. You have to do a lot of ayahuasca. To attend or partake in? Partake and attend. Before you are a shaman, you apprentice and you have to go on a lot of ayahuasca journeys yourself. I have a few friends that have taken quite a bit of ayahuasca and I've seen the positives from it and I've also seen some negatives. Yeah, I've heard some negatives from it as well. Like it can get really, really, really scary. I'm a big fan of Ram Dass. Remember we've talked about him? Yeah. He always says like you journey to find God, but then eventually when you find God, you don't need to journey anymore. You realize that you are God. Not in an obnoxious way, but like everything's God. And so I think that some of these mind-altering experiences, I really think they should be used in a medicinal way to work through your stuff and then maybe not do them anymore. Because I think that when you ride the line of your subconscious, you can go too far in one direction and then not be tethered to this world. It's like you've opened a portal and now you can't get back. That's terrifying. I'm interested in so much of the healing qualities of it. My friends that have done it have healed some real trauma, some like PTSD, some wartime trauma. And so I'm interested, but I've also seen it gone too far. I just enjoy these videos of people going to these ayahuasca spas. I use spa loosely. Right. Sometimes it's like someone's brownstone in Brooklyn. Or it's like a jungle hut in Peru. You know, I watched the Chelsea Handler episode where she did it and she had a really bad time the first time and then she did it again and it helped her. Can you do an ayahuasca, just you and a shaman? I'd prefer a one-on-one experience personally. Yes, I think so. I think I would too. Same goes for ketamine and stuff. I've watched a lot of documentaries about Harvard psychiatrists and psychologists doing this for people with extreme issues. The doctors are right next 
store, they have all these blankies and nice music and an eye patch and they're talking through it. It's like, if I could have Fran with me, then it would be okay. But anyway, I just enjoy these videos. It's like microdosing is a big thing now. Okay, piggybacking on last week, any White Lotus theory. I just want to know all the theories. I think I figured it out. I don't. By the way, the finale has not aired yet, so we don't actually know. But we know now from episode six that the theories about Tanya's husband and Quentin, the fabulous gay, that's the cowboy. Yep. We've seen Ethan is going absolutely nuts about whether Harper had sex with Cameron or not. Right. By the way, Aubrey Plaza's body is like- I know. Sick. I had no idea that body was hiding under there. It hasn't always been there. Since she had her stroke, she had a stroke at 20 on the set of Parks and Rec. She had a blood clot in her brain, possibly from birth control, had a stroke, and then has had, I'm going to not pronounce it right, ischemic stroke since. And so she's really prioritized her health since then and has changed her exercise diet plan. What's your gamble? What do you think is going to happen? Most importantly, who dies? I don't think it's going to be Tanya. Everyone's saying it's going to be Tanya. And I think they're setting it up for us to think it's going to be Tanya. I don't think it's going to be Tanya. I think it might be the assistant, Portia. But why would they kill her? I think she might accidentally die and be dumped off the boat. I was not at all surprised that the nephew was not actually Quentin's nephew. No, hello. He looks like a hustler. Come on. He looks like a prostitute. But I don't think the female prostitutes are going to get it. I think Lucia. She's playing it dirty. She is playing it dirty. She's trying to get a ride out of her life, which I can't blame her. Playing the father-son situation and then also fucking with, I can never remember their name, Mr. Finance. It's fucked up. I could see finance guys snapping and killing her. Also her pimp guy and that whole story, Alessio or whatever his name is. Do we believe that pimp story? I didn't because I thought it was weird that in last week's episode, it just came out of nowhere. I think she's making it up. But then he followed her last night. But is that him? Yeah, that was the same guy. All right. What do you think about the lesbian storyline? I don't know. I really can't tell you. We know it's a woman, right? It's a woman's foot. That's what they say. It could also be Ethan. It's a slim leg and fairly hairless, white-ish skin. I wish Ethan would get it. Ethan is very annoying to me. Lee always goes, "Ugh, he looks bloated. I think he's handsome. He just seems like a little bitch to me. I'm sorry. And I love how people are like comparing it to the Greek tragedies and the paintings. Oh my God, the paintings and the intro. I don't even think about that shit, but I love it. I love it. Nathan Brown actor, that's his handle, listening to music for the first time. He was listening to Fiona. He's like, I've been a bad, bad girl. He's like, oh yeah, have you? (laughs) I love that guy. I think he's so cute. I just love him listening to like Genesis and being like, oh yeah. (laughs) Little smushy, grumpy dogs. I specifically love little fluffy apple head chihuahua, you know, the ones with the big giant heads. That look like Bratz dolls? Yes. It doesn't want to be woken up or it goes when the people try to wake them up. I love them. I love them. I want to eat them and I just want to go. I just really love a dog that doesn't want to wake up in the morning because same. Okay. TJ Maxx designer finds. I can never find them. Also, they're not that cheap. There's some things that I've seen online that are designer. These four days colored crates that I've been wanting to get, but I'm like, am I going to pay $42 for a cute colored crate? This woman found them at TJ Maxx. Now, the problem with this is then I'm going into every TJ Maxx I find trying to find them. And of course, they're just at that one TJ Maxx. Right. So you're not going to find them again. But I do like it. Advent calendar openings. Advent calendars weren't even on my radar up until last year because of TikTok. Especially as a Jew. I just never knew it was a real thing that 
companies did. And now I'm like, I want a nice advent calendar. Some lady was opening the Net-A-Porter one and I was like, ooh. Or like the La Mer one. A really nice one. I've seen the Target and the Walmart ones. Eh, who cares? I can buy those. I don't need La Roche-Posay samples. Thank you. Right. I got it. I can buy the full price one and try it out. Thank you. The Net-A-Porter day four was like the Balmain hairspray. That's what I want. I did buy the Jam advent calendar one time. Oh, I want the Bon Maman. Yeah, Bon Maman. That was a good one. They're hard to get. I pre-ordered that one like early. I'd take a Charlotte Tilbury one. I'd take any nice candle one, any makeup skincare one. Yeah, of course. You know the kinds of makeup skincare whores we are. We'll take it. Or even accessory. Uh, I don't know. I'm a little weird about accessories. I'm a little weird about accessories. Oh, and I saw some girl today. She got a joint one. Every day was a different joint. Oh, that's super fun. Hashtag blessing. Yes. Holly Jolly. So Japanese past life little girl, Jessie and Skylar, the kids known as Beans. Now there aren't too many videos on this. There's people that have stitched it and I've been gone down that deep end. Basically there's this little girl and she keeps repeating the same thing over and over again. She's like early talker age. Like under two. Yeah. Luna used to say the same thing all the time, which was Ochoma, Shoshoma, Chochoma. And she would say the same thing always. So this little girl keeps saying the same thing over and over again. And he was like, what is my kid saying? And a bunch of people who speak Japanese said it's like an actual Japanese phrase. And now they think that this girl has a Japanese past life. Whoa, that's cool. Jesse and Skylar usually post all the stitches that come in. I've been deep diving all the stitches. On that note, I recently saw one that was this woman who went into a coma for 10 days and the dreams that she was having in her coma. Part of the fun of TikTok is reading comments. Yeah. There were a lot of people who were like, I was in a coma and I woke up speaking Portuguese or having an American accent. I have that kind of here too. It's this past life, death in the ICU. Those are fascinating. Okay, I want to preface this and say, I have no idea how the hell this came onto my FYP, but I just keep getting videos of people bathing their hairless cats and then (laughs) massaging them with oil and it just feels wrong. I feel like I'm (laughs) watching something I shouldn't be witnessing. I think because the cats are hairless. It's like sensual. The way they wash the pads of their feet. They pull out hair clumps, ingrown hairs from in between their paws. Hairless cats seem like so much work. And they're so disgusting to me. I'm so sorry. They look like little moles. This one hairless cat had basically a shower cap that was two ears for its ears. It's too much. People that have them love them and have a ton of them. My hairdresser has a hairless cat. That's ironic. (laughs) It is. She says that he acts like a dog. That part of the reason people get hairless cats are because they act like dogs. But I'm just like, I don't want a creature that looks like that coming up and asking me for love. (laughs) When I picture what Satan has next to it, it's definitely a hairless cat. You know what I mean? (laughs) So turtle content. I have an illegal turtle. We lost one. Pour one out for jelly. Wait, your turtles are illegal? Yeah. Didn't you buy it at Petco? I didn't buy the turtle. I was gifted the turtle. By who? Dimitri and Valerie. Oh, that makes sense. Just turtle content because I'm trying to figure out how to give them a good life and we lost 
jelly, peanut butter is still alive, seems to be thriving. And then, okay, so death in the ICU. So this woman's handle is at Spiritual Healing Sam, and she's an ICU nurse. Oh, I've seen her. She talks about all of the stories about people in the, and that's just, I love that shit. Common things are that happen to people who are about to pass. And what she sees right before they pass, or when people are in critical care, what things they'll say before they pass. Mouth taping which is a thing that happens for people who have snoring disorders and sleeping. So mouth taping, I've tried it, but you can't mouth tape and wear a night guard at the same time. So I have to really pick my battles. It's just too much. And then I love the old people smasher pass. Like some grandma sees a picture of Harry Styles and she's like, eh, smash. Yes, I like that too. I think that's a good one. Guys, I want to know what you're watching on TikTok because maybe Ashley and I need to find a new algorithm. So what are you loving on TikTok? Contact us at hello at momtragepodcast.com or slide into our DMs and let us know. By the way, I love having a conversation with somebody I don't talk to that often and seeing what their FYP page is because I went out with my esthetician the other night and we were talking about TikTok and she's got shit on her FYP I don't even know about and vice versa. That's what I'm saying. So tell us. We need more content. Oh, can I interrupt for a second? Yes. Will they just get rid of the Hawaiian man juggling fire? I can't see that commercial. Who? Do you not? get this? No. There's an ad with a Hawaiian man juggling fire that comes on every fourth TikTok for me. What's it an ad for? Hilton? I have no idea. It's a guy being like, I followed my dreams and I don't know. It's terrible. I don't get that. I get a lot of McDonald's ads and stuff. They know their target audience. Should we move to hot gas? I've been thinking about this a lot lately. This Amy Roback, TJ Holmes scandal. I miss the days of the world where this would have been the biggest news. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. You know why? Because we have Balenciaga possibly being Satanist. We have Kanye going on Alex Jones with his BDSM hood on, doing an Elmo voice, and then posting a Jewish star with the swastika in it. There is no space for fun scandal anymore. No. mm -mm. And we're being shaped by it. We're jaded. We're so shaped by the way the news cycle is. And I blame two people. I blame the Kardashians and I blame Donald Trump personally. So now everything is either like, wah, wah, I don't give a fuck. Or it is the biggest life-altering shit in the world. I just want to go back to like 2008 when I would have cared about this. Two people who were just, you know, did the wrong thing by cheating on their spouses, but aren't sacrificing children, aren't pedophiles, aren't leading our country towards the fall of democracy. Just simple. Let's talk about the tattoo shop that's going to for free get rid of any Kanye tattoo. At this point, if you don't see what Kanye's doing is wrong, then that says more about you than even Kanye. And I can't even listen to his music anymore. I don't want to give any more voice to his name. Pete and Emily Ratajkowski. It's fake. It's all fake. I just don't care. I don't like her and I don't like him. I think she is absolutely stunningly beautiful. Her body is so fucking out of this world. I look at it and it doesn't even compute in my head. No, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And he has a big penis. Right. Or whatever. Here's the thing. Don't sit here and talk about how people are using your body to do this, that, and the other. And then just constantly post pictures of your body in a certain way. Pick a lane. Also, he needs better people. 
PR because it's becoming extremely obvious. She sucks. He sucks. I don't think he wants to be a Staten Island boy. I think he is in it for the fame. He's a clout chaser and either he wants the fame or he just wants to smash as many hot chicks in Hollywood. And who wouldn't? Right. But you know what that usually means? You're an asshole. Right. That usually means you're a dick of a guy. You're an F-boy. Why are we glorifying these two anymore? I don't care. Put them on F-boy island. They're both bullshit. Are we done with the Kardashians? I think I am. Not us personally. Are we as society, are we done with the Kardashians? Is this the end of the Kardashians? Is Northwest going out in a gimp mask to a Balenciaga thing after all this Balenciaga shit? Are we done with them? I think the downfall of Hollywood is coming. I really do. And I think the Kardashians are part of that thing that's going down. People are finally taking note of how insidious it all is. And I think even though the Kardashians aren't quote, quote, Hollywood, they are. Very much so. And I think we're going to be done. Look, there's a lot of people who work in Hollywood that aren't shit people. There's a lot of people that work in Hollywood that are not pedophiles, that are not entrenched in all of this. Do most people turn the blind eye if they're privy to information? Yes, I would agree with that. But there's also a lot of normal fucking people who are just trying to make their money in a field that they really like because they like making movies or they like making shows or they like the creative process. And I would hate for Hollywood to be quote unquote done because there are some awful people. There are also awful bankers. There are awful dentists. There's awful everyone. So I don't hope for the fall of Hollywood because this is what me and my husband have chosen careers in. And I can tell you, we don't partake. I mean, listen, what me telling you is you either going to think it or not. Ashley sacrifices. <laughs> yeah, like we're doing, we're freaks. But I think people liked the Kardashians because they were a family. They were so moral. It was all about the family. And now we have proof that Chris sold a sex tape of her daughter. We constantly are seeing Kim whore out North in one way or another. And when I say whore, I don't mean sexually. I mean putting her out there for right. money. We have seen the show doesn't at all, like Astroworld, that was a huge thing. They didn't even touch right. on any of it. It is an infomercial for this family. That's all it is. It's not good. In fact, I constantly talk about the episode where Kris Jenner plays tennis and makes sex noises and that's the storyline. Take us back to those days. Take us back to them all eating the same salad every day. Give me a stagnant ring camera feed of Kris in her office wheeling and dealing. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Casey Anthony Doc. I just can't even believe that Casey Anthony is going to concerts and is out in the world and I don't wish to see this doc. Did you watch it? No. Well, I didn't watch it. And I'm going to be honest, I have not been a big Casey Anthony person. When it happened, I wasn't present mentally with it. But from my understanding, it really makes people question whether the dad did it. Oh, okay. Well, even Rosie O'Donnell, I saw her do a TikTok. It really throws a curveball as to whether Casey Anthony's father actually did it. Interesting. All right. Maybe I'll give it a listen. Julia Fox. I know, Carrie, you still really, really, really don't like her. Yeah. But I'll watch her TikToks now. I have really started to enjoy this narrative that she has created. I think she's really smart. I think she doesn't take a lot of bullshit. I just think she looks like a sloppy lady. She does look sloppy. She has the Tara Reid tummy tuck. She says she just lost weight. I should have mentioned that in TikTok, K-Hole. Any Tara Reid video. I can't. It makes me so sad. It is so weird. And who is that guy that's always in there? Also, how much medication is she on with the slurred speech? Julia Fox was all good in my book, but 
But then she came out with this video and said that she only dated Kanye. To save Kim. To help get some of the heat off of Kim. Friend, you really had millennial and Gen Z women on your side for a few minutes. And then you just threw it all under the bus because there is no way you are helping another woman by dating a man. That doesn't even make sense. It's such bullshit. And that's my Julia Fox slander. Do you want to do a Britney Spears update? You know, I'm done with her, but now I'm convinced she's dead. I'm convinced she's dead too, but that feels a little QAnon to me. Totally. People are going real crazy again with it. And also they're having the theory, like, you know how Saddam Hussein had a bunch of people have plastic surgery to look like them? Yes, I've seen that. They are saying that maybe they hired someone to have plastic surgery. Which would make sense why she has bad plastic surgery. That totally changed her face. I don't even know. The Sam video for her birthday was so freaking creepy. I know. And so wrong, whether she's alive or not. It's creepy. This is giving me the miscavige vibes. And also, like, why? Let's say she is dead and this is all still a cover-up and she's not actually free. This is all bullshit. Why? Why continue the game? You can still sell records after someone dies and get the money. Right. Her estate will still get the money. I don't get it. I don't get it. I just know we haven't seen her. I also know she's not free. I am 100% positive she is not free. Brittany, you need to run away or something. If you're alive. Right. Hashtag swag bag. The Hey Dewey Wireless Portable Humidifier. This was sent to us. We were going to include it in our Christmas list, but we didn't get it in time. And then we were like, we don't want to talk about something we haven't actually seen and tried. This Hey Dewey little wireless humidifier is so cute and tiny. It's wireless and rechargeable. It has up to eight hour mist on a single charge, ultrasonic wave technology for quiet, cool mist output. It's the best for travel. Yes, my husband, the aerosexual, can now bring this with him because he he complains everywhere we go about the air quality. <sighs> that aerosexual. That damn aerosexual. We will have Hey Dewey linked in our show notes. So if you have an aerosexual in your life that you think would do well with a transportable wireless humidifier, I think this is the guy for you. All right. We love you all. Bye, friends. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Momtourage Podcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is a Cafe Mom podcast written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.